Hey guys, welcome to Pod for One. I'm your host, Sabrina Ayub. Pod for One is a weekly podcast talking about LGBTQ plus issues, mental health issues, and op- my opinions, and cats. Um, we have Luna and Boots here. They're my two mascots, basically. Uh, I had someone do a really cute picture, a drawing of my two cats, Luna and Boots, and you can find it on Pod for One's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. So go check it out. Just search for Pod for One. That's P-O-D-F-O-R-O-N-E. And it's a little cartoon version of my cats and they're listening to the podcast and it's really cute. Um, her, the person who made it, her name is Alessandra Suvet, and her Instagram is Suvet Studio. That's S-U-V- E-T-S-T-U-D-I-O. And you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and on SoundCloud. So today, folks, we are going to be talking about something a little bit serious. Um, We're going to talk about mental health issues in the LGBTQ plus community. So as some of you may or may not know, LGBT folks are three times more likely to experience mental health issues such as depression, generalized anxiety. Um, So they're three times more likely to experience these types of mental health issues as well as others um, than the heterosexual population. So the part of this is because of the fear of coming out and being discriminated against for the, for your sexual orientation, gender identities. Um, this can lead to depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, thoughts of suicide, and substance abuse. Sometimes LGBT individuals may not feel safe expressing their orientation or identity um, to family, friends, or mental health professionals for fear of judgment, biases, and rejection. So therapists, psychiatrists, counselors, psychologists, I think they should all state on their websites whether or not they are LGBTQ friendly, because I know that I look for that. I've gone to four different counselors and or therapists in my life so far, and the first words out of my mouth when I call them are, are you LGBT friendly? Because I wouldn't feel safe going to a therapist who wasn't because I'm a lesbian and I'm going to be talking about my life and that involves my relationships and, you know, my sexual orientation. So I wouldn't want to go to someone and I wouldn't feel safe going to someone who was not LGBT friendly. Um, It doesn't benefit me to go to someone who's not going to be accepting of me and who has some kind of bias against me from the get-go because how can they truly then help me right and I'm I hope that these people would be these professionals should be honest you know Um, and luckily everyone I've called said yes they are LGBT friendly and they have been and it's been you know all my therapists have been um, pretty great So, 
with, you know, being LGBT and suffering from mental health, you know, you have twice the stigma because you have the stigma against being gay and you have the stigma against mental health issues. Um, For LGBTQ people aged 10 to 24, suicide is the number one cause of death. And LGBTQ youth are four times more likely than than the heterosexual population to commit suicide. And between 38 and 65% of trans people contemplate suicide. So family support is really huge here. Having a good support system around the LGBTQ youth is very important in determining their likelihood of suicide. And, you know, we've heard it in the news. It's it's very sad. Um, and there are a lot of movements saying, you know, it gets better. Um, and a lot of celebrities come out and say, you know, with this slogan, like, it gets better. Um, but those LGBTQ youth without family support are eight times more likely to commit suicide. And this is because of prejudice, discrimination, lack of support, and um, all this stuff also leads to the likelihood of abusing drugs and alcohol at some point. And 20 to 30% of LGBTQ people abuse substances compared to about 9% of the general population. And 25% of LGBTQ Q people abuse alcohol compared to 5 to 10% of the general population. So these statistics are three times more than the general, well, I should say heterosexual straight population. So LGBTQ individuals are three times more likely to um, have some kind of substance or alcohol abuse, and um, they're more likely, more we're more likely to commit suicide. Um, So, you know, this, speaking about drug abuse, it's something I've seen a lot um, because a lot of us struggle internally. And if we don't feel safe expressing our concerns to healthcare professionals, family, friends, then we're more likely to abuse substances. And LGBT people struggling with their sexual orientation or their identity, they often turn to drugs and alcohol for for comfort and support. Uh, For me, I struggled for sure when I came out. I was in denial for years. I knew since I was a child that, you know, I liked girls. But I didn't know what it meant for myself and my life. Um, and I, I just didn't think that my sexual orientation was real. It just seemed like some part of me that, you know, I wasn't expressing outward to anyone and they were just my own thoughts. And I, it was my best kept secret for 18 years of my life. So coming to terms with my own sexual orientation was years in the making. And when I did come out, I had the support of my family, but not from some of my friends, surprisingly. Um, I lost a lot of my old friends. They felt maybe that I was hiding something from them or because of their religious beliefs. I'm not really sure. 
but it is interesting to me how other people make coming out stories about them. (laughs) They feel deceived. They feel hurt in some way. And on some level, I do understand that because you feel like, oh, you know, you could have told me this so many years ago, but it's really not about telling you. It's about coming to terms with it for ourselves first. Being hard on your LGBT friends because they didn't tell you right away that they were gay should not make you feel deceived. It is nothing about you and it's all about the person coming to terms with their own reality. And if you say things like, why didn't you tell me sooner? Or why were you hiding this from me? Or do I even know who you are? Or sometimes people say, wow, did you like have a crush on me all these years? Um, So these things are very hurtful and they're very selfish. So to all the people who have these selfish responses, try to put yourself in your friend's shoes. You can't really understand what they're going through. Even though you think you might, you really don't. You don't know every facet of their life and what's going on. Um, And just think, like, maybe your friend didn't feel comfortable telling you because of some comments you have made in the past. Maybe you say, that's gay in response to things that you think were weird or stupid, because I know that's been a thing, you know, when people say, oh, that's so gay. But they really mean, oh, that's stupid or lame. So associating gay with lame is kind of hurtful. Um, So these slight things stick in the minds of us gay people and we don't feel safe all of the time revealing who we are. So like we remember everything (laughs) like and maybe we even chime in at times because we feel uncomfortable in our own skin. So if you want to be a good friend, you should try to refrain from those selfish comments and just continue to be the same way around your gay friends as you were before. And I know a lot of the population is fine. Like everyone's normal, you know, but there are more people than you think who are very uncomfortable around gay people and they don't know how to act. Because I've gotten this question as a lesbian in college, people would ask me, you know, oh, how do I act around Like, okay, I'll give you an example. I won't name names, but um, someone once came up to me. We were kind of friends. And she said, well, you know, my cousin just came out and um, my family doesn't know how to react to her. How do I react to her? Like, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, how did you treat her before? Were you guys close? Were you friendly? Would you text? Would you talk? And she said, yeah, we do all those things. And I said, okay, continue to do those things. Nothing has changed. And she continued to challenge me and say, you know, we're, you know, my family's okay with gay people, but now that it's so close to home, like we're nervous for her. We don't know how to be around her. Um, and I just told this person, look, you shouldn't feel any type of way. You don't have to act differently around your cousin who's now a lesbian. You know, it's not like she was, She's. it's not like she's diagnosed with some contagious infectious disease where you have to avoid her like the plague. So we're just regular people like everybody else. So treat 
people the way you would treat a regular friend, (laughs) you know? When I came out, some people didn't care and they were supportive, but some people really did care and they stopped talking to me and I lost a lot. And during that period, I lost a lot of my old friends, but I'm not sad about that. For a while, I was very sad about it, but I'm actually happy that I lost those toxic people and I've now removed them completely from my life. I don't have them on social media. I don't want to know what's going on in their lives. Like, I don't care. It made room for other people to come into my life because I had to rebuild my inner circle. And over the years, I've, you know, continued to have friends come and go in my life, but not because I was gay, but just because of life, you know. What I'm trying to say is that we just need to create a safe space for everyone, for everyone to live in harmony together. Um, We need to help end discrimination based on sexual orientation and sexual identity, and we need to end the stigma against mental illness. Right now in the country, it feels like there is a target on trans people's backs. It's very disheartening, and I hope now, um, since our elections last week, that the country can hopefully turn some things around so that we become progressive again. so that we don't revert back to the dark ages. Um, And I really want to say thank you to all of the allies out there. Um, Thank you, all all you allies. Um, Thank you for accepting people the way they are, and thank you for fighting for our rights. You know, we need all the help we can get. (laughs) The LGBTQ plus community needs everybody to step in because this is a human rights issue, right? We need to end discrimination and move forward in our nation because right now we have all, everything is against us and our rights might be taken away from us and that is not the America that I grew up in, right? So, what I mean by that is when I was growing up, I felt, you know, we we learned in history class that America, we learned in history that America was the melting pot of the world, right? So, everyone of different cultures, backgrounds, whatever, everyone came to this country and everyone was accepted. And I feel like we're trying to not have a melting pot, but like, we're dumping out the pot and no one's going to be accepted for who they are. And when I was a kid, I had this ideal in my head, like, oh, America's so diverse and it's a great place to be. And now growing up, being a lesbian and realizing that my rights could be taken away from me at any moment by this administration, it's pretty scary. So thank you. We need all the help we can get. Thank you to everybody who has fought for our rights. And we need to continue to keep doing that. And we need to continue to vote. We need to make our voices heard. Because we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. We're staying right here. And I thought about, you know, wanting to move to a different country and get away from here. But why should I be displaced because I'm not welcome? Right? 
And it's not everybody. And I'm not trying to make it seem like it's every single person in this country. There are amazing individuals fighting for our rights. And there are people who are supportive of LGBTQ plus individuals. And I thank you for that. And I I urge you to keep fighting. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And please subscribe and write a review on Apple iTunes podcast um, if you enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys. See you next week.